0: Today on the Bill Kelly Show on AM 900
1: CHML. Here's an interesting twist to a story we've been talking about for the longest time. We already know about the opioid crisis. We've done a number of features on it here on our program over the last couple of years. And it's it's a an epidemic, especially here in this city. We have one of the highest rates of uh, opioid abuse here in this city. And deaths, which sadly, they go along with that. And part of the solution has always been nal- naloxone kits. Now, that's not a cure for it, but it does buy people some time to get to a, a hospital or wherever so they can get proper medical treatment. Well, the city's Board of Health is now back a recommendation that would authorize firefighters to administer naloxone kits if necessary. Terry White, the Council for Ward 8 up at the West Mountain, joins us on the Bill Kelly Show to talk about this. Terry, thanks for the time. Good to have you with us today.
0: It's great to be with you and your listeners, Bill.
1: This uh, I know this has been an issue for many, many years now here in the city. It seems to be getting worse, not better. We've talked with police services about this, other emergency services. Talk to us about the discussion you guys had at the Board of Health about it.
0: Yeah, well, I just want to uh, provide context. I mean, the reality is, is that uh, addiction isn't, uh, uh, no one's immune to addiction. I don't care where, where you are on the social economic scale. Uh, many people are touched by addiction and the opioid crisis is not getting better. <clears throat> there are people in crisis. And, uh, and, uh, so the discussion yesterday was around, uh, ensuring, uh, that our fire department has in the kits so that if they're the first to arrive and they observe something in distress, uh, they can save a life.
1: And, and your point is well taken. We talked about this when we uh, had Deputy Chief Kinsella on. We've had a number of people involved in social services here in this community that have been battling this sudden problem here in the city for, for a long time now. And, and we wanted to, to, I guess, destroy some myths that uh, this is uh, not always about somebody who's doing something in a dark alley someplace. I mean, these are professionals sometimes that get hooked on this stuff. Uh, they could be lawyers, doctors, business people, politicians, radio announcers. It could be anybody. Uh, it, it's very, very widespread, which makes the problem that much more difficult to try to get a handle on.
0: Yes, yeah, uh, well, absolutely right. I think the context is important. Addiction is a, a terrible disease. Uh, 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 those that uh, are addicted to it uh, discovered uh, um, um, opioids, uh, whether it's through pain reduction through a prescription, and then uh, become addicted, or whatever other way they might have. The reality is, uh, is that they're uh, very good people that are caught up with this disease. And I think, as a society. Uh, we have a responsibility to ensure that we do everything we can uh, to give them a second chance at life.
1: Let me ask you, Terry, as as an elected official, I mean, obviously, when we talk about Board of Health, that is, in fact, City Council. Everybody on City Council is a member of the Board of Health. Correct. Uh, so you wear two hats here, both as, as somebody representing the city's best interest and, of course, representing the city's best interest when it comes to things like public health. What's Council's uh, response to this? Is there something Council could and should be doing Uh, to try to battle the opioid crisis? I mean, obviously through the Board of Health, but I mean in the broader context about helping some of these other agencies to to deal with this.
0: Uh, Well, I think uh, through the Board of Health uh, that we rely on our our staff to uh, come forward with uh, uh, reports and, and recommendations in regards to where we can allocate resources uh, to do as much as we can, uh, although our hands are somewhat limited or, t- or somewhat tied, but do what we can under our jurisdiction uh, to address these uh, issues. So I, I believe that we have uh, made some uh, 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 contributions in regards to uh, um, access points for uh, people with addictions,
1: for example. So you are working uh, hand-in-hand with some of these agencies and to, to try to coordinate some efforts? Correct. All right, let's 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 talk about the decision with firefighters. Now, we should mention, by the way, that firefighters, uh, before this decision, did carry naloxone kits, but they were only allowed to administer to themselves, uh, not to members of the public. Uh, this is a debate, Terry, that's been going on. Uh, one of the other hats you wear, of course, is a member of the Police Services Board. And we've talked with Chief Gert about what has to happen or what should happen here in this community. And uh, they're uh, kind of holding back, and I know you've had some in-depth discussions at the Police Services Board about police carrying naloxone kits. Where does that stand as of now?
0: Yeah, so two things. One, uh, um, I can appreciate that our organizations that are very risk adverse, uh, but sometimes common sense has to prevail. And, uh, you know, we're talking about nasal kits, we have legislation, what's uh, that, it called, the Good Samaritan uh, legislation, that uh, certainly uh, uh, protects any uh, liability from good faith administration. Uh, we also know that uh, these are nasal sprays, these are injections, uh, that are easily administered and can save a life. Uh, so the upside is, is much higher than the downside. And uh, so to me, uh, you work on all the other issues, but if you know that by having a naloxone kit in your vehicle, and let's face it, even our police services are probably more apt to be uh, closer to the, the drug dens and, and those issues, uh, are, because in fact that's what they're trying to enforce in regards to the law, uh, that they might be exposed to more individuals in distress. And if they're exposed to more people in distress, it only makes sense to me. Uh, That they have these kits available to save a life. Want to hear more? Download the podcast on iTunes or Google Play. And listen to The Bill Kelly Show, weekdays from 9 to noon on AM 900 CHML.